everything you need. This ain't no get rich quick thing. Create your own economy. Cause we ahead of the crypto curve. Yeah. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. Yeah. Learn from the queen of crypto, your host, Naja Roberts. Leading people out of financial slavery through Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. Learn to get left behind. Good afternoon, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires, one family at a time. One day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you. I am your host, Nadja Roberts, and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. I don't just do this show to change the way you think about money, but I do this show to change the way you look at money and everything around you because it really absolutely matters. Well, today is Wednesday, April 19th, 2023, and we have some Cryptopians whose birthday is today. However, I have to give a special shout out to those Cryptopians that were born yesterday, which was Karen Williams, Patricia Foy, and today we have Karen Watt, Courtney Young, Line Soleil and Dr. Kim Smith. And I am so incredibly honored to say happy birthday to each and every one of you. And to those of you whose birthday was yesterday, you can celebrate today along with me. As I say, I hope that your day is filled with all the love, joy, peace, and happiness you deserve on this day. This is an incredible, incredible Wednesday. Because there is so many things that are going on in this cryptocurrency space. And I just want to make sure that we are up to date on all of the goings on. For those of you uh, that are waiting and learning and moving coins off, I want you to know. I want you to know that this an opportunity for us all to learn how to move coins from wallet to wallet from exchange to wallet and make ourselves safe and and you know what ladies and gentlemen I have to apologize to you hopefully I am not sounding like Star Wars to you as I am sounding like Star Wars to myself but Uh, We're going to make sure that everybody is really not afraid to transfer their cryptocurrency. And after talking to several individuals lately about why they're not moving their cryptocurrency off the exchanges, the thought to them is they're very, they're scared to move their cryptocurrency because they don't want to lose it. 
And so what we'll do in our organization is make sure that we afford everybody the opportunity to understand how a transfer actually takes place. And when we come forward, we will talk about transferring from an exchange to a wallet because I realize that many of you are listening and still have not moved your Bitcoin or cryptocurrency off the exchange to a free wallet. You don't necessarily have to buy a wallet, but it's nothing to be afraid of. And I'm going to kind of go through those processes really quickly, and then we'll get into some other cryptocurrency information. So when we come forward, we will continue to talk about crypto, but you must find out how to take your Bitcoin or cryptocurrency from one place to the other without stressing because it's really not a stressful thing. You do uh, need to know and you must know as soon as possible. So when we come forward, ladies and gentlemen, we'll get that conversation started. This is KBLA Talk 1580. In a moment, moment. more with Najee Roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk 1580. You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Nigel Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. So, ladies and gentlemen, you know, the bottom line is we have a situation where we know money is changing. We know that things are changing. And the more calls I get, it really helps me understand and get a gauge on what we need to be learning and understanding. There is a way to do everything in this cryptocurrency space legally without having to deal with some of the things that some of us are encountering as we are working through this space. So number one, I got a couple of calls over the last week where people said that their bank accounts are being closed. And most of the accounts that are being closed, the only thing that I can see that they have in common is that they're using or utilizing Coinbase. Um, And so that's one of the things that we always have talked to each and every you about. And that was the use of Coinbase because of the fact that they had a deal with the Homeland Security. And again, companies can have you know, they can have contract with whoever they want to, and you're not doing anything nefarious. So it's not a big deal. However, if they're sending you 1099s to file your taxes and you have not changed from Bitcoin into any other type of currency, that becomes a problem because it's, it's more like a surveillance of the IRS. Now, with that being said, I hope that most of you, if not all of you, have filed your taxes or gotten an extension if you have not done so, so that you don't have to incur any unwanted or undue fees. Um, But with that being stated, I was just sharing with individuals that if you receive a 1099 and you did not sell your Bitcoin, and you just, in fact, moved your Bitcoin from one platform to the next, you have not created a taxable event, and you should not be getting that 1099. However, uh, if you're utilizing Coinbase, and I think there's one other one, they've sent those 1099s, and you sent those in with your taxes. And so what you need to know is if they come back and state that you owe something as far as, 
cryptocurrency taxes are concerned, you need to get with your tax professional or get with a tax professional that really understands this market and sees that you don't actually owe anything. So that's one of the things that I wanted to share from observations of talking to individuals. The other one, again, is the fact that some of you have not moved your Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies off the exchange, even after you hear that the exchange is folding. And so I was trying to really probe and find why there's such an issue with people moving their Bitcoin and cryptocurrency off the exchanges into their own wallet. Number one, they don't know what to do. And so I will say to each and every one of you, you can send me a text message and I will send you a link to the Edge Wallet. Edge Wallet is free and you can play around with Edge Wallet uh, and make sure that you're getting your cryptocurrency off the exchanges. But more than that, you need the experience. Even if it's just moving 10, 15, 20 dollars, you need to start to make yourself more comfortable with moving your Bitcoin yourself. And not just because I'm on the line or you've gotten into somebody's course, because you can do it for yourself. And we're talking about freedom and the freedom is what is needed. So needed in this space. In fact, my quote today, before I go any further, because it, it ties all into this, as we all know, 55. Five years ago, Dr. Martin Luther King was assassinated, which was actually in April, about 55 years ago. And so uh, one of my little ones is doing a wax museum project with his second grade. And he has to say a speech by Dr. Martin Luther King. And I think it's interesting uh, that 55 years later, unfortunately, we're having the same conversations that we were having then. And really nothing has changed but the date. And as we started researching some of the things that Dr. Martin Luther King spoke about, you know, he talked about economics towards the end, more so towards the end. And we really believe that that had played a pivotal part as to his assassination. So with that being said, you know, my little one has to say a speech. And of course, it's that that regular speech that says I have a dream that one day my four children will live in a in a nation that judges them not on the color of their skin but the content of their character and then my husband yells out well he needs to add something to the end of that speech and that speech to say I fear I'm integrating my people into a burning house because we're dealing with so many things that were the same as back then and so I started really looking at uh, King talking about freedom and things of that sort and what he was talking about economic opportunity and I found this quote and it said until we commit ourselves to ensuring that the underclass are given justice and opportunity we will continue to per perpetrate the anger and violence that tears the soul of this nation and then he said I, I fear I'm integrating my people into a burning house and that being said ladies 
ladies and gentlemen. Right now, today, Bitcoin and cryptocurrency is about committing ourselves to ensuring that the underclass is given justice and opportunity because so many times we are not accredited investors. We are not given the opportunity to get the same interest rates as everybody else. There's just so many things that go with that. And so in order for us to ensure that we have those things, we've got to be self-sovereign. And so it all ties back into having your cryptocurrency on your own wallet. So you're in control and no one else is in control. And so because of the fact that a lot of people are scared to move their Bitcoin, let me just kind of explain how simple it is to do that. Now, again, every single platform that you get on, you may or may not have to KYC, but I'm going to say you may for the sake of this conversation, because most of the exchanges are going to require you to KYC, know your customer. Again, you can't go to Bank of America and then turn around and go to Chase and say, oh, I already filled this out at Bank of America and Chase just says, okay, no, you have the uh, you don't even have the option. It's mandated that you have to go ahead and fill out all that paperwork for this new bank, just like you did for the old bank. And so any place that you hold your cryptocurrency, you're going to need to do some sort of identification, more or less email, something of that sort, something that will help them get going to know who you are and identify you if they need to identify you. So I want to make sure that you understand that. So yes, if you get the Edge wallet, you're going to have to give them your email and some other pertinent information, not necessarily your social security number or anything like that, but you are going to have to KYC. Ledger is a tad bit different. You don't have to do um, the KYC per se unless you're actually buying and selling from Ledger, but to utilize it as a place to store your Bitcoin or cryptocurrency as a store of value, you don't have to actually go through that. So what I want to share with you, ladies and gentlemen, is that after you upgrade your phone. And when I say upgrade, I shouldn't probably say upgrade. I'm not talking about going in and buying another phone, but actually update, update your phone. If you're going to be in this cryptocurrency space, one of the problems I come across all the time with all of my clients is that they have not updated their phone and therefore their apps and different things don't work right. And sometimes you've got to say a lot of times it's not the device, it's the operator. And I tell myself that all the time. But it is critically important in this cryptocurrency space that you keep your phone updated. Why is that? Because updates help with some of the breaches, some of the hacking, some of the things that are going on that you wouldn't know about if you just logged on to, let's just say you logged on to Edge Wallet and you didn't really know what was going on for the day, but Edge Wallet has been hacked. Well, the developers with Edge Wallet would have already gone in and done these updates. So when you go to update your phone, you get the more up-to-date security mechanisms to help you through whatever you're trying to accomplish. And so this happens with every single platform out there. You've got to go to that app on your cell phone and literally upgrade it. You, there's nothing else that you should be doing with these apps. You got to 
upgrade. Now, upgrading means going into the app store, just like you've never downloaded it before. You're going to click on open and prayerfully, it will show you a tab about updating and it'll show you if your apps are up to date or if your apps need updating. And I was sitting with a young lady yesterday for about 30 minutes who could not understand why we had to do all of this updating. You've got to keep your security mechanisms uh, up to date because that's the latest technology and everybody that's hacking or doing nefarious things, you can literally bet your bottom dollar that they're looking for people that have not updated or that are not technologically savvy and knowing that those things need to be done. And yes, even with your ledger, if you got Bitcoin from me a year ago or a year and a half ago and you have Bitcoin on your ledger, you need to update that firmware. That is what is going to keep you safe. But what does an actual transaction look like? A transaction to transfer your Bitcoin from one place to the next uh, it actually requires you to get a wallet address, a Bitcoin wallet address. So people call me all the time and say, should I put a new wallet on my phone that's SegWit or non-SegWit? Well, it really depends on what you're doing, but I tell everybody to go with SegWit because uh, it's more of the latest technology out there and I think it'll do us some good to have everything updated so that we can really hold on to our coin and not have any issues later and so when you update your phone first and foremost then you go and update the app even if you have ledger you're going to be updating the app but if you don't have ledger and you're just getting it from me for the first time please make sure that you set your ledger to be able to update more than not when it is plugged in to an actual internet connection because that's how you make the transition and then what you do for there is set up a Bitcoin wallet. Now, again, if you're trading from Bitcoin to Bitcoin, there is absolutely no need for you to worry about anything. However, I still would like for you to check the first four of the Bitcoin wallet address that you're sending it to and the last four of the Bitcoin wallet that you're sending it to. And again, the reason we're doing that is so that your Bitcoin is not lost forever. But one of the tricks of the trade that I wanted to share with you today, for those of you that are scared to move your Bitcoin, do it once and send yourself five or $10. There's no need to send the whole thousand or the whole 10,000 or a hundred thousand. Send a little bit at a time to just really make yourself confident with with your ability to transact in Bitcoin. And you'll find that the more repetitive you are, the easier it is to move your Bitcoin and change from place to place. And so free wallets, somebody asked me that. We're looking at Edge, of course, because I rock with Edge. But if you have any children or grandchildren that are catching, um, um, catching you, off guard while you're trying to do these transactions, you have literally got to stop, get in a clear, quiet place. 
because even the best of us have made mistakes with all the noise and, you know, just worrying. You know, I heard had somebody yesterday saying my grandson just got off the bus and he came in here and I accidentally sent Bitcoin to the wrong place. Now, if you send Bitcoin to an Ethereum wallet, depending on which wallet you use, it will not allow you to do it. But some of these wallets know that they can send your Bitcoin into the abyss. And I think they have a way to actually retrieve it. But that's neither here nor there. But you'll never get it back because it just disappears. So I say get in a quiet place. No kids, no grandchildren, nothing going on like that. And literally send yourself $10 worth of Bitcoin. Once you receive that, then you send the rest of what you are sending over. The easiest way for you to do transfers, ladies and gentlemen, is to actually scan a QR code because it copies the information verbatim. So some people open up a wallet on their computer and then they take their cell phone and scan the computer. And when they scan the computer, it puts the Bitcoin wallet address right in front of them. already systematically loaded into their wallet but you still want to check the first four and the last four even though you didn't cut and paste i just do it for security reasons because i've seen different things happen where somebody thought they had the right address in there and it still turned out to be the wrong one so you want to just make care make sure that you're doing that and be very careful in that respect as well then when you send that bitcoin over there i would suggest because you were not um, seasoned enough to know what first in first out is. This is Bitcoin that I bought before 2020-21. And this is Bitcoin that I bought in 2022. You're not experienced enough to fragment or separate those that Bitcoin. So I would suggest that you create small sub wallets inside of the wallet. And you can do that on edge very easily. And so when people are buying Bitcoin, you don't have to always just stack it into one wallet. You can break it up amongst different wallets using one particular wallet. And I know that there's a couple that do this and I like edge wallet again. That's why I rock with it. You can have 10 or 15 different Bitcoin wallets inside of one wallet and they're all segmented. They're not all in the same place. And it really gives you the ability to say, hey, if if I need to sell some Bitcoin, I'm going to sell probably my oldest. Um, well, the Bitcoin that I bought last, because chances are the price is still pretty up there and you're not having any capital gains taxes. So ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we will continue this conversation after it's Sports, news, and traffic. This is KBLA Talk 1580. A safe place to go loud. Loud. A great place for progressive politics. KBLA Talk 1580. This is KBLA Talk 1580, where hate meets a scholarly match. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. So, you can get a free wallet from me by sending me a text message and I can send you a link for Edge Wallet. That, in my opinion, is a starter wallet 
for you just to start practicing moving Bitcoin from one place to the next. Why are you going to need this, ladies and gentlemen? We are going into the first stages of the digital revolution, whether we like it or not. <laughs> I am telling you that it is coming. In fact, there are so many things that are pointing to the fact that we are going to be uh, using the central bank digital currency sooner than later, sooner than later. And more economists are starting to argue some of the things that we've been talking about, which is the de-dollarization. And we've been talking about that over and over. And this year, there has been a flurry of news reports and opinions and editorials discussing and alleging the de-dollarization and the trend amid the waves of disclosures associated with BRICS, which you all have learned about through me prayerfully. I've been able to really simplify what is happening with BRICS and several of the other organizations that we hear in the news. And, um, a lot of people are saying that the U.S. dollar dying is just a little bit overblown. But what we do know is that the CBDC, the central bank digital currency, is on its way. And there is something called Orwellian that you need to know about. Orwellian. It is an adjective describing a situation or ideal or societal condition of a gentleman by the name of George Orwell. He was identified as being destructive to the welfare of a free and open society. And so as you're listening to the news, because I've heard this term thrown around a couple times, and I said, you know what, while we're learning about these different terms, these different organizations, these different things that are happening, when you hear somebody say Orwellian, Basically, what they're saying is we are getting out of being a free and open society and they are referring to central bank digital currencies as Orwellian. And so uh, we've really got to take a look at our freedom as it relates to what we're going to be able to do. In fact, I was reading, of course, the state of California mandating electric vehicles by 2030. I think it was 2030. But the fact that you will not be able to just outright buy a new, and I'm thinking it's new. I'm hoping it's new because a lot of us like our antique cars, but they're stating you will not be able to buy a new car if it is not an electric vehicle. Now, how are they going to control that if you go to the dealership, obviously the dealers will all have to be selling these electric vehicles, which is why Cadillac is coming out with Lyric and Audi has come out with the e-tron and then everybody's got all these electric vehicles. They're getting ready, but the electric consumption is a problem in most states and with us going solar. I mean, solar would help, but our electric and electricity needs are going to be going up. They're going to have to control that some kind of way. 
And so what they're stating in this central bank digital currency periodical that I'm reading is that you're only going to be allowed a certain amount of electricity. You're only going to be able to pay a certain amount for your electricity bill. And I believe how it's going to work based on what I'm reading is that they're going to charge you for it first, almost like prepaid. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I know we think 2030 is a long time away, but in all actuality, it's not too far away. And so they've got to find a way where certain people don't use more electricity than other people. And in this periodical, they were really talking about a Orwellian society where you are only allowed it, allowed it I'm going to say just a, for instance, $300 a month in electricity. Well, if you need electricity at the house and you need it in your car as well, that means you won't be driving Uber, right? Nobody will be driving Uber that has an electric vehicle because you will definitely uh, buy out of your electricity usage. And if you try to use that central bank digital currency to buy more electricity, well, it will be triggered that you have already bought your allotted energy for the month. That's really interesting. But what we do know is that we have alternative methods to having to use the central bank digital currency. And so if you keep your cryptocurrency on the exchange, ladies and gentlemen, I almost guarantee you that those exchanges will be gone out of the United States. And not only will they be gone out of the United States because we're seeing them fall like dominoes, just like we're seeing the price fall back and forth based on the interest rates and things like that. But you got to get a wallet, whether you like it or not. You've got to get into this digital space, whether you like it or not. You've got to get your feet wet. And so for the, some of you that are baby boomers and really just listening in for just getting the information, you really got to get your hands wet. You've got to figure this thing out. You have not you're not supposed to be intimidated by the wallets and the language or any of those things. And uh, we're really here to help you. I have a team of individuals, as you all know, that are here to help you, here to assist. So if you want to reach out, we're here for you. And we can help you as much as humanly possible without spending astronomical amounts of time online with just the basics. Again, before you call anyone with a cryptocurrency situation or a problem with the wallet or any of that, check to make sure that both your phone and the app that you're trying to deal with or the wallet that you're trying to deal with, that that data is actually updated properly till today and that's going to really eliminate a lot of your concern and a lot of your error messages so i just wanted to again reiterate that so that we can make sure that we get that going in fact those of you that are not on a um what a, it's an apple device that you need to do it on but you need to close out your apps not just your bitcoin apps 
all your apps when you're doing cryptocurrency. And the young lady that I was graced to talk to last night, very late, that was panicking. She couldn't get her Bitcoin to show in the screen. She could see that she received it, but all of the numbers weren't adding up. And I asked her, did she, of course, upload the app? Or, or did she upload the app yesterday or did she have it already and she needed to, to do the update? And we discovered she needed to update her phone. She needed to update the app. But not only that, ladies and gentlemen, on that iPhone, you have got to close out those apps. What you all are not realizing is that those apps are following every single thing that you're doing. And not only are they following every single thing that they're that you're doing, they're working in the background catching your algorithms. How many times are you looking at patio furniture outside? I mean, there's just so many things that they're watching as we're on our cell phones. You've got to close out those apps and all you've got to do for those of you that need a visual as to what to do. Some of you that are baby boomers, um, go ahead and take, go to your home screen. When you're looking at all the apps, take your thumb, slide it up, You'll see the things that you've been looking at and all you do is continue to slide those things towards the top of the screen and it will delete or close those apps. And that is much needed in this cryptocurrency space because somebody could be watching to see what your passwords are and things of that sort through some of these apps that you may have clicked on that you shouldn't have. And so we really got to be careful in this space. So ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we will jump into the market update for the day. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Old money, old money, new money, new money. We've got you covered. Keep it locked to the midday money chain on KBLA Talk 1580. Now, let's get back to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. This is one of those days where Bitcoin is all red and we're not phased, right? Because we're looking at technology and opportunity as opposed to price. And so Bitcoin is now trading at $29,216. It is down in the last hour, 0.11%. While I was saying that, it jumped to 0.14%. And then it's down in the last 24 hours, 3.6%. And in the last seven days, it's down 2.2%. Now, Ethereum, on the other hand, is only down in two columns, which is in the last hour, it is down 0.07%. In the last 24 hours, 5.29%. In the last seven days, it's actually up 3.7%. And um, there was a lot of people getting out of Bitcoin in the last uh, 24 hours, I believe. And Bitcoin took a decline and the market capitalization fell below what it was just about a week ago and they said that there was a sell-off but it didn't appear to stem from any fundamental reasons immediately as this unusually large sell order on cryptocurrency exchange on binance and expectedly the it was in uk and it was because of high inflation and 
the sentiments are that the feds are going to continue to raise the interest rates another 25 basis points and all of those things as new I will say not new onlookers to trading. We need to really pay attention to those things. And so, um, in fact, one of the coins I absolutely love, loathe, not love, but loathe, is doing better financially today than any of them. And that's Dogecoin. And again, I don't know exactly what is going on with that in that space. I know Elon Musk is doing a lot of stuff on Twitter to really pump it. But in the last seven days, it's up 7.85%, but it's still below 8 cent. And you remember two years ago, a lot of our community got into Dogecoin all feet first, all the way up to their neck. And the price of Dogecoin was $4. I mean, 40 cents. Excuse me. It was 40 cent, not forty dollars. It would it it'll never get to a dollar in my opinion, but that's just because of the tokenomics and how many coins are out there. So let me reiterate that I was totally wrong. It has never been forty dollars. It's only gotten up to about forty cent. And after that 40 cent, it came crashing back down and a lot of people lost a lot of their retirement money. And it just was an unfortunate time. It was a time where people could pull from their 401k without penalty because we were just coming out of COVID and people took advantage of trying to find places to invest. And so we got some catching up to do. A lot of our community, we have some catching up to do. We don't have time to lose money. So if I were you and I'm not a financial advice providing any financial advice, (laughs) but uh, please, ladies and gentlemen, do your due diligence as a as it relates to dogecoin and some of these other meme coins because they do not mean you well they mean their pockets well but they don't mean you well now if you're a trader and you have the ability to stay on top of this stuff probably every 15 20 if not an hour hour and a half at the at the most then you can get involved in some of this what they're trying to do as far as get rich quick, but it's not for most of us. And definitely it's not for the faint at heart. Those individuals that just are devastated uh, because they're investing money that they cannot afford to lose, but they're doing it anyway. We got to make sure that um, they got to make sure that We are doing the right thing at the right time, saving, 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 and really paying attention to everything else that's going on because it definitely matters. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, that is where we are on the price. And uh, again, there's nothing that we really understand as to why Bitcoin is going down in price. And it's just what it does. It's a teenager finding its way. It, it Sometimes it won't be, wants to be an adult. Sometimes it wants to be a child. And that's what real hard money does anyway. And it actually finds its stabilization points. And so I'm excited about uh what our future looks like, even though some people will say, huh, what about right now? Well, a lot of things are happening right now and our attention is being pulled away in all sorts of different directions. And we've got really got to be careful with that as well, because we do not 
want to get caught off guard, please stay diligent. If you're buying properties, buy properties. If you're whatever it is you're doing right now in these economic times, please make sure that you're stacking as much funding as you can you can actually stack. Um, and, and I mean all the way around, not just in one asset class. So ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we're going to talk about some of the events that are coming up and we are going to ensure that if you want to be in the place, you are able to do that. When we come forward, it's KBLA talk 1580. You're linked to the midday money chain with Lynn Richardson and Naja Roberts exclusively on KBLA talk 1580. At KBLA Talk 1580, we do more than just talk. You got a big mouth. Hello, Joe, you're up. Welcome. We're unapologetically progressive, and we don't black down. All right, welcome forward. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have a couple of things coming up that I want you to know about. First and foremost, next week is something called Consensus. Consensus is a... I guess it's more like a conference. It's going to be in Austin, Texas from April 26th through the 28th. And I have been asked to speak and I decided not to just because I really want to make sure that this conversation in crypto does not fall upon deaf ears. In my opinion, there's not a lot of us that attend these uh, events. these events and I just really want to make sure those who want the information get the information and those that don't want the information are not just sitting there listening because they're um because they have to and so I just I don't know I just decided this year that consensus was not for me but I'm getting a lot of people saying hey are you coming to Austin Texas for consensus you definitely can if you're in Austin Texas I'm not sure how much the tickets are but consensus runs for four three days next week so please check that out and it's just spelled the regular consensus c-o-n-s-e E-N-S-U-S, Consensus 2023, and it's um, coming up next week. And then we will also be, well, I know personally, I want to make sure that everyone is at the Business Grind Out session. That session is right in Los Angeles on the corner of Manchester and Crenshaw Boulevard. Now, what is the business grind out? Ladies and gentlemen, it is 10 hours of different business owners talking about different things that they do in the business space. So if you're looking to open a business, if you're looking to run a business, if you're looking to find employees for a business. There are some really great individuals that will be there on that Saturday, um, including myself. And so if you are interested in doing or being a part of the business grind out, you can actually go to, I believe it's on Eventbrite. It's called business grind out. And this young lady that runs this business grind out session, her name is Kedron Johnson. And she puts a lot of time, energy, and money into having these events for our community. And she'll be right there, uh, with, the business grind out and all the things that are involved. I believe lunch isn't provided, but please don't quote me on that. But it is again at Waze, and that's her name of her company, Waze. 
and it will be next weekend, Saturday, April 30th. And I am also on Friday going to be in Houston, Texas. And so Friday, Houston, Texas, we will be doing the launch of Tavaverse, which I am a founding member. Very excited about the ability to help our community get hard assets under their belt and uh, really just make sure we're spoon feeding people in hard assets. So if you're interested in buying your first house, holler at your girl. If you're interested and you already have a house or two and you want to learn how you can monetize those properties, you got to holler at your girl. If you want to expand to commercial real estate and things of that sort, now you can already have your broker. You can already have your real estate agent. We're not trying to do that. We are trying to make sure that our community knows the tricks of the trade so that we can monetize well on these things. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you, each and every one of you, for rocking with me here today on Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we cre- where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. Ladies and gentlemen, that means you. You're listening to Nadja Robinson ahead of the crypto curve. Please follow her on all social media platforms at Nadja Roberts. No underscores, no dots, no numbers, just Nadja Roberts. Let's close the wealth gap. It's our turn. Learn or get left behind. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.